The president last week ended the suspense and signed a spending package into law that officially avoided another government shutdown and finally secures 2019 funding for all of government. For feds, the bill also means they'll get a 1.9 percent pay raise for the rest of this year. But there are all kinds of details packed into the New Deal. Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco joins me now with some of the ones that matter most to you. And, Nicole, let's start for the question that's probably top of mind for most of our listeners. The details of that pay raise, what are they? Well, the raise will be retroactive to the first of the year or to the first pay period of the year, which I believe is January 6th for most. So civilian federal employees will receive a raise and they'll receive a raise retroactive to the beginning of the year and well into the rest of twenty calendar year 2019 which is a change from what we were expecting. President Trump had frozen pay at 2018 levels, and there was a lot of discussion and talk about, you know, can we reverse what he did here? And yes, this finally came into being. Um, I think most notably, however, though, this raise would finally address what about 72,000 employees across the country were really hoping they would see, which is benefit from being finally in their own locality pay area. So Virginia Beach, Norfolk, we we hear from you all the time about whether or not you're going to receive a locality pay raise. And yes, you will uh, with this new raise. The other interesting thing that I think is good to point out about 2019 raise is that it applies to political appointees and senior executives and those general schedule 15 employees who may have capped off at the executive schedule ceiling. Typically in the past, their pay was tied to the ES4 level, and they were not getting raises within the past few years. But they will also receive a 1.9% raise. So this is relatively good news for everyone. There was hope of a 2.6 raise, but this is this is good. So it'll feel like a little bonus because you're getting a little lump payment to make it retroactive to the first of the year. I think that's right. We should say that 1.9% is an average. The Office of Personnel Management will put out those pay tables that we see every single year. And depending, again, on where you live, it is an average. So while, you know, 1.9 is about what everyone will see, it could vary for you. And you shouldn't be surprised if it doesn't quite add up to 1.9%. Interesting that the politicals were included. That was in question earlier in the year when Trump signed an executive order implementing a pay freeze for civilian employees, but his action actually didn't touch political appointees who were scheduled to actually get a larger raise than this. But with this new law, it essentially clears that out and says you will be getting a 1.9% raise. We're speaking with Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco. And what about funding boosts for the rest of 2019? How did that all break down for the agencies that finally have their funding? Well, the IRS and Census Bureau are set to get quite a bit more than they've seen in recent years. So the IRS will get about $11 billion. That's $75 million more than last year. 77 of that will go toward implementing the new tax law and about $40 million is set aside for some business systems modernization, which we know is well needed there. The Census Bureau secured a billion dollars more than the previous year to help them prepare for the 2020 census. The Department of Homeland Security actually got quite a bit of a funding boost as well, specifically within Customs and Border Protection and Immigration and Customs Enforcement. Actually, um, several million dollars worth in new hiring uh, funding. So 
There's $59 million in the budget for new CBP officers, about 600 of them, and $40 million to hire new employees at ICE. Secret Service also gets a big staffing boost as well. They'll hit the highest staffing levels that they have in decades with about 7,600 employees. Because a lot of these agencies have been sort of toiling along with lower than they are authorized statutorily to have. And so this seems to help restore some of that loss. I think it does restore some of that. Um, You know, hiring has been consistently a challenge for CBP, ICE, Homeland Security across the board to bring in those Border Patrol officers and agents. So the money, I think, will help. At the same time, they're going to actually have to get the hiring done. So that's something that we'll watch over the next year. That's right. Over the years, they've had these boosts from time to time, and then they can't get the people in anyway. So they've got to act, I guess, while the uh, sun is shining. What else do we need to know? Well, we have more overtime pay for Secret Service officers, which has been a big challenge for that agency as well. And then the General Services Administration authorized to spend about $9.3 billion from the Federal Buildings Fund. That's going to largely go to two big projects. One is the Department of Transportation's lease purchase And then the other is a building project within a a port of entry. So those are are two big funding boosts for GSA in a sense. At transportation, does that concern the headquarters building? It does. So they are going to buy that building that they have been leasing? I believe that's correct. That is a really – it's actually two buildings. They connect underground, but when you're at the ground level, it's two buildings side by side. Oh. Because uh, anyone that goes to the Nationals ballpark, as I do quite often, you walk through and around and behind it. And status of agency reorganizations. This has been talked about by a lot of agencies in the Trump administration. How is that expressed in the budget? Well, this is very interesting. I would say that each appropriations committee comments on reorganization in some way – Uh, Not necessarily within the budget, but within the conference report, which is the explanatory statement that goes with the bill language. And, you know, as we know, the Office of Management and Budget proposed quite a few reorganizations of several agencies, some big, some small. The one that we're watching very closely, obviously, is at the Office of Personnel Management. The Appropriations Committee there wants a report in 30 days about what OPM and GSA are planning, specifically in moving HR solutions, which leaders had at least originally identified as the first phase of their reorganization. The appropriations committees have also weighed in on some proposed reorganizations at the agriculture department. Uh, They say they oppose moving the economic research service into the office of the chief economist, and they oppose the move of ERS outside of the national capital region for the time being because they say they haven't seen any budgetary impact statements, and so they don't really know a lot about it. That's the one where there are purportedly all sorts of organizations around the country clamoring to have it move to them. Correct. Interestingly enough, the Interior Department actually did receive $14 million in new funding to begin its own reorganization. This is a big effort that actually the department began this past summer. And the committee, again, is saying, look, we want a lot of updates from you all as you're beginning these moves. And we should remind everyone There is still appropriations language that says you can't make any of these moves without telling Congress, without getting permission from us. No reprogramming, no moving of staff, no moving of offices until you let us know and until we approve it. And in many cases, these moves are not yet approved. It's a little bit like deja vu because I think it was in early 2017 even that some of these came up when the administration was still new. And I think then Senator Claire McCaskill said, if you would just give us the plans, we'd probably go along with most of it. 
Right. She was speaking from the Democratic side. Now a lot of time and bad juju has passed. Yeah, and I think the relationship between the agency and Congress ultimately depends on the committee that they're working with and the the cabinet-level agency that's really leading the charge here. Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco, thanks so much. Thanks, Tom. Check out her story at federalnewsnetwork.com. <coughs> Cough and cold season is here. Introducing Ricola Max Throat Care, Ricola's most powerful drop yet. It's the best of Swiss nature wrapped around a powerful liquid menthol center for maximum relief from your worst cough and sore throat. Maximum nature for maximum relief. Try the new Ricola Max now, available in the cold and cough aisle. It's in our nature. Hey, hon, what you doing with your fun? Do flowers have best friends? I don't know. Hey, look. Whoa. Some answers can only be found in nature. Discover the unsearchable. Visit discovertheforest.org to find a trail near you. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council.